How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. WEI. We are right back to Fitzy and Hart. Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Hour number two, Fitzy and Hart in our new off-season time slot. Sunday's with you, 11 to 2. Andy, the time slot works very well for me because a lot of times Saturdays are for the youth sports, Saturdays are for the boys, Saturdays are for sleeping in, Sunday's great. And since there's no football and you and I could be feeling the longing, we could be missing our sport and what we usually do on Sundays, whether we're talking pregame and, of course, on the Six Rings postgame show and beyond, this fills a void and... Also, I can still get in church. You can go to church at 9 a.m., come home, your show. You go to church? I'm a church regular, yes. Even though though I'm not a, you know, a, I'm a big fan of, I'm a big brotherhood of man, community builder type of guy. Like, I'm not the most devout uh, religious type, if you will. As a matter of fact, I may even be trending a tad more towards agnostic than anything else. However, uh, I do love going to church. My children love going. My wife has been going her whole life. So, yes, it's great. And also, you can chip in. You know, fellowship of man, working t- working together towards a greater good. So you're more of a congregational mentality. Yes, exactly. Okay. I yes. like that. Yeah. I'm, uh, uh, why, did I tell why you? Why I've been, I'm whoever into whoever the Bible. said like, oh man, boy, this day's ruined because I went and I had a nice conversation and I heard about uh, right. heard about the Lord and I chipped in on a community project and we raised money for some people and helped build a house. Man, what a terrible start to my day. I I told you I'm I'm uh, listening to a Bible uh, a day podcast. I'm getting. It's going to take Bible. a while. I'm on day 37, I believe. Uh, a verse yeah, a day? Good it's, for you. Uh, it's 365 days. They did it in a year. So it's broken up, you know, day mm-hmm. by day throughout the year till I get to 365. And yeah, it's, uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm learning some things. Good on you. I just engaged, uh, and we'll go back to the sports in just a moment. But of course, it's the <laughs> off season, so we're here for a little bit of everything, folks. Uh, Rich Keefe and I have an excellent exchange program here. Uh, obviously, you can hear Andy and I respectively, each two nights a week on The Rich Keefe Show, 6 to 10 every night. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Give them a follow on Instagram and Twitter at Rich Keefe Show. We have a little uh, beer for comics thing. So Rich, obviously, hosted the Hashtag Dork Podcast with the great Ryan Davey, who's in on Friday nights from 7 to 8. You know, it's nerd culture, if you will. We're kind of geeky like that. We love our beer. We love our sports. And, of course, we love comics. And I'm excited about this new Flash movie, which I think was the trailer of the Super Bowl. I know a little too much multiverse and odd timelines going on in all of these pop culture movies and beyond, but there's a comic that basically shook up the entire DC universe that people say is one of the best comic books, uh, one of the best titles written in the last 20 years called Flashpoint. I've been dying to read it. Rich said, oh, I happen to have it. 
He brought it in, left it for me. I will leave him a beer in return. So we do beers for comics. It's a great swap program. See our little community we're building here? See, I had a whole um, shot coming back at you before I realized what the hell you were talking about. I thought he was giving you a beer because you were supposedly a comic, a comedian, somebody who was funny, oh and God. I was going to say he didn't get mm-hmm. his money's worth. But yeah. now that it was a swap of a comic for a beer... See, you like a you, you, and your obsession over, like, you're supposed to be a comedian, you call yourself a comic. Uh, you know, Andy, just because somebody may have done something previously, someone still dabbles in something, I if, if I have to define myself by any one title... I am a sports entertainer, sports radio host. Whatever you want me to put on my LinkedIn to make you feel more comfortable and lay your head down on the South Coast at night, fine. Do I, 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 put, do, put... I do stand-up seven nights a week? No. Did I perform last night? Yes. Did it make me feel good? Yes. Was the crowd huge? Yes. It was down on the South Shore. I had a great time. Am I, ever, am I worried about entertaining you and making you laugh? No. I gave up, I gave up that ghost a long time ago. Yeah, you shouldn't call yourself an entertainer. That's, that's expectations you can't fulfill. Yeah, exactly. I learned the hard way. I probably should have, you know what I should have said when I was on Dream Job 19 years ago? I learned the hard way when I was competing to be a sports center anchor. The stupidest thing I could have ever done was say comedian, because at the time I was an unemployed com- comic working alternative rooms, doing sketch shows, improv, etc. If I had just said Nick Stevens unemployed or Nick Stevens temp or freelancer, then people would have been like, oh, look at this guy. He's got no job and he's hustling out occasionally. He's funny. That's great. Comes in as comedian and people are like, ugh, one of these guys. Huge mistake. Mm, yep. Stuart right. Scott told me not to do it. I did it anyways. Look Under that promise, over deliver. Exactly. Back to the phones we go. Mike, we're sorry we hung up on you and Quincy earlier. We got your grinder and your sub talking. Now let's talk Patriots. All right. Um, so uh, watching the Twitterverse, uh, for whatever that's worth, they were talking about, you know, oh, should the Patriots look at moving on from – from Mac, and whatever, you can think that, but I just had a question. Mm -hmm. With Bailey Zappi, the last, you know, he only played a couple games, but was Bailey Zappi's worst game worse than Mac's worst game versus Bailey's best game against Mac's best game? I followed you on that. I'm okay. Um, so uh, stay with us here. Stay with us here, Mike. We're gonna we'll debate and re-engage. Andy, mm. was Bailey Zappi's worst game worse than any of Mac's worst games? Versus, do you think Bailey Zappi's best game was better than Mac's best game to date? So, um, I think Bailey Zappi's worst game would be the Bears. Correct? When he came in uh, the second yes. half was a debacle. It was a disaster for everyone. You accused Bill okay. Belichick of ruining two quarterbacks in the same night. Yes. <laughs> um, and his best game. Are we going to say it was the Lions game? No, Cle- Browns game. Cleveland? He was, okay. mo- he was money against the Browns. That was the um, best game of the year. We peaked in October. Yeah, and you peaked against an undermanned team, and there was a <laughs> right. lot of issues there. Um, but, yes, pure numbers-wise, I would say that was a really good game because Mac's best games have generally come in losing efforts mm-hmm. over the course of his short, short career. Now, if you want to then get into the finer details of why that was happening, how that was happening, I think there's a much bigger argument. But, yes, just... Pure production. I think you'd have to say Bailey Zappi's best game was better than Max. I would have to. I would have to agree with that. And Mike, uh, before I let you go, let me ask you this: because uh, we're about to unfortunately reopen this particular can of worms that has driven us crazy for six months. Are you a Zappi or a Mac guy for twenty twenty three? For twenty twenty three, I gotta go Mac. Uh, but I, I really enjoyed the what Zappi did, but. You know, Max the starter. He, let's face it, his 
the 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 2022 season was not great. But you give me three. <laughs> you seasons. could say that again, friend. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it, it, you know, was it wasn't great. But uh, the thing that I did like about Bailey Zappi is just he was thrown into a, a, a not great situation, and for the most part, thrived. And could could Mac have done the exact same thing? I don't know. Because every time Mac was under center or dropped back, I just was waiting for something mm-hmm. not positive to happen. Yeah, that's exactly and the way. That's exactly the way it all went last season. Uh, Mike, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate you hanging in there, pal. Um, Andy, the the article, the the talking point that we've been referencing came from uh, Bert Breer from Monday Morning Quarterback, Sports Illustrated, of course, regular on NBC Sports Boston. Uh, There was a quote that started making the rounds just about 36, 48 hours ago. Quote, I don't think Bill appreciated the way Mac handled some of the stuff last year. There's a way that I think Bill thinks a franchise quarterback should conduct himself. And for the most part, Brady did conduct himself that way. I think there were certain things in the way that Mac handled his second year as a pro that Bill didn't appreciate. Speculation continues uh, that... Breer believes the Patriots do not see much of a talent gap between the two, that be those two being Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi, and thinks that if teams called to gauge the Patriots' interest in potentially moving on from Mac Jones, they'd listen. We're done. We're doing this. Uh, well, first of all, the last part to me is the least interesting. I don't think there's a, pay, a player on the Patriots roster, and I, I sort of led my Sunday 7 with this on com. Always a great read. Bill, well, it got up late this morning because we had some computer issues. But anyway. Oh, sure. Um, Blame the technology when everyone knows you were just laying around last night with your hand in your pants yeah. getting absolutely hammered. Well, I kind of was doing that, but then I got up early and wrote <laughs> Sunday 7, and it was ready to go by 8 o'clock, except the stupid CMS wouldn't post the stupid thing because it All it right, sucks. no complaining about technology. Uh, you read the edict from the boss. That's true. Uh, so... Bill Belichick should be taking calls on everyone. He does not have a Hall of Fame goat talent on his roster. Look at your headline. Bill Belichick should absolutely listen to Mac Jones' trade offers. Wow, Andy Hart. Like, I just think that's being a good GM. And if somebody's willing to give you an opportunity, and then if you take that in conjunction, let's take the next step, Mm -hmm. maybe they don't believe there's a huge difference between Zappi and Mac. And maybe somebody calls and offers you a first-round pick for Mac, and you're like, oh, and I can go right to Zappi, and now I have two first-round picks to do whatever I want. I can trade up. I can get two players. Like, that's just being a good GM because the reality is he has a long way to go to get this roster to Super Bowl contender level. Right, mm-hmm. you know my whole theory. You need a top five quarterback or a top five roster. Uh, either way, I don't think they have a top five quarterback. Whether it's Zappy or Mac, I, and I don't think that's a bold statement. It's actually kind of stating the obvious. So, if you want to get a top five roster, you need to listen to anybody who calls. Calls. You need to listen to every offer on every player. There's a couple guys, Ramondre Stevenson, maybe Matt ah, Judon, where you'd yeah. have to like be a good deal. But I don't I'm think not trading Ramondre. He. If you oh, ask me right now, like okay. You can protect three players on the Patriots. The first one would have to be Ramondre in a heartbeat. Uh, absolutely. But if somebody came and said, I'll give you a first, a third, and okay, a, a here he is. Return, All right. Like, <laughs> yeah, your car right? waiting for TF Green Airport exactly. down the road. Thanks for the effort. So no one's untouchable for, and this is a guy who has had untouchable players at times in his career, I think, um, with Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski in his prime and all those things. So, but now the part that's interesting to me is when you get into. First of all, I'd like you to reread that first quote 
and just swap Mac and Belichick. Because I think it, you could read the same exact quote in, in the same fashion. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I bet you Mac doesn't appreciate the way Bill handled some things in his second NFL season and didn't do things with what he thinks is a high-end executive team-building level, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Mac has every gripe, and this is where I get into the defender of Mac. He got porked. He got screwed last year, and we know it. They've already moved on from Patricia. They've moved on from Judge. They've brought in Bill O'Brien. The proof is in the pudding. Mac was put in a terrible situation, and Bill has admitted that with his actions this offseason. So now we get back to what the caller said. Mac um, Zappi was thrown into a tough situation, did a good job. He was at Green Bay, not a great place as a rookie to make your debut against Aaron Rodgers, Lambeau Field, thrown out there, competed, and then he competed for a month. He was good. That's great. Mac came in and won the starting job as a rookie, beat out Cam Newton, mm-hmm. won 10 games. Went like That's not the easiest thing to do. It's, no, it's borderline not. In a quarterback-starved region as well, yes. Andy, because we were begging, praying, and hoping for someone to come in and rescue us after Tom Brady was ushered out the door for no good reason or reasons beyond uh, my pay grade and understanding. And then we get the Cam Newton show, which was fun for at least a month, and then that was the end of that. And Mac Jones, we thought, rescued the region. And now he could be the Patriots' pariah and could be on the way out. I, mean, I, I just I refuse to believe it. Um, Callers, Brian, Dave, Rick, don't go anywhere. I'm going to get to you on the other side as well. I got and more. And I have a great question on the other side that Excellent. I'm going to drop on you that is inanswerable, but I need an answer. Oh, those the Kobayashi Maru questions, those are my favorite. And I also want to get back to that thing you said. Uh, inter- interesting debate because I feel like the two teams that represented the National Football Conference in their championship game, and a, a trash fire of a game that it was, but that's what happens when you have literally no quarterbacks that can that can throw the football forward. You said you need either a top five quarterback or a top five roster, and that's exactly what we saw. So your your hypothesis actually, to me, becomes a bit more of a theory, and we'll get into how you think the Patriots should approach. Do they need to go out and get a top five quarterback? I don't think we any of us believe that they have one. Can they build a top five roster, and how long will it take? 617-779-7937. Your calls, more Patriots debate. It's all coming up here on Fitzy and Hart, but we'll catch you up on Sports News Now. Here's Andrew Trending. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
you. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Fitzian Hart coming at you till 2 o'clock today. Then we will pass the baton and turn things over to our pals, KJ and Dondero. They'll be here with you till 6 p.m. tonight, of course, in terms of watching live sports. There's some XFL on today across multiple broadcast networks. And tonight, 8.30, you got the All-Star game. All-Stars out in Utah. 8.30 start. Andy, just going to go ahead and say it. This is You can... Throw this in my big old bin or bucket of boomer takes, uh, of which I seem to be tending much, uh, trending, I should say, much more towards the uh, get off my lawn portion of my life as opposed to come on in and grab a beer. But 8.30, you know, considering that you want kids to watch this, considering that this is like a game meant more for them than it is for you and me, because it's it's an exhibition, it's a scrimmage, it's a goof off, it doesn't really matter. You want kids to watch this game? What the hell are you doing starting it two hours later than you do the Super Bowl on a Sunday night? It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Especially um, this event on a Sunday. Uh, So theoretically your West Coast viewers are not, you know, racing to get home from work if you started earlier or whatever. I'm I'm no clue. Stupid. Oh, they can watch the YouTube highlights tomorrow. Yeah, okay. It's President's Day. Uh, First of all, my children are going to start tomorrow off with at least three hours hardcore reading about American presidents and, you know, do their history lesson in the first first thing in the morning. You lie! Of course I do. They're just going to wake up and watch their iPad until I finish doing the dishes and making coffee. <laughs> However, you know, watching the cut down, the highlights from the All-Star game, or if you DVR it and let them watch, sure, they can cut down the commercials, have a, you know, a brisk watch on their holiday Monday during President's Day, but, like, it should be on at 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock, start it earlier, uh, so that the kid six o'clock, whatever, so the kids can watch it. This makes no sense to me. I know my older son. I'm sure you're. Well, your your oldest son is 15, so you're not worried about him staying up late. But my kid's 10. I can't have him staying up till 11 o'clock watching LeBron and Tatum. I know Giannis really is kind of dinged up, but like all these guys he hears about at school, all the ones that he watches and roots for, and knows his dad is interested in. They're playing pat, you know, up to damn near midnight. It's just such a bad idea. Forget the kids. What about the 40-something radio host who's doing a morning show tomorrow and probably should watch the All-Star game but will no chance in hell be be awake for the second half? Yeah, you want me, me to stay up and watch the whole thing, and i got to fill in for Greg Hill tomorrow, 7 to 10 a.m. here. Fitzy and Hart coming at you tomorrow on the President's Day edition of the Greg Hill Show. We'll be with you 7 to 10. i got to watch the All-Star game. we got to break it down. There'll be other sports stories i got to read up and prepare uh, some very lukewarm takes for. And now the All-Star game won't even be done until after 11 o'clock. I should be in bed getting my proper rest.
so as to bring you some competent sports hosting tomorrow. Wasn't sure what you were going to say after getting. I should be in bed getting. Rest. Rest. Sleep. I should be in REM. Don't you dare take it elsewhere. This is Fitzy as a saint. She'll entertain no such thought. Thank you very much. That is Sunday, gentlemen. Yes, exactly. It is the Lord's Day. Thank you very much. Thank you for getting us back on the rails that we never even deigned to get on in the first place, Andrew. Back to the phones we go. Brian's down in Fall River. More people calling in from the South Coast today than I can ever remember. They're all probably Andy plants. What's up, Brian? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, I always wanted to call the show. You guys are, you know, local legends for us guys here on the South Coast. Like, Andy, I own a fishing, kayaking, guiding business, and I am in Sakonet Point. I'm in Westport River. I'm all the way down there fishing. So we should have a fishing segment on this show because it is a sport. If you can teach me how to catch fish regularly in the Westport River, you'll become my god. Yeah, and I'll I'll eat for for life. I'll get you a forty-pound striper in the West Bar River. How about that? Oh, that's, yes, that's, please. That's please easy. And thank you. Spring, spring, spring run. Um, quick, since I'm a Fall River guy, uh, Bill ordered a large pastrami and um, what's that? Roast beef. Large pastrami and roast beef. That's what he ordered, and he looks really good. By the way, I don't know if you've seen the picture. He's very slender. I don't he know does. what he's eating, but um, definitely looking great. Uh, another thing I wanted to get to before um, you guys let me go, uh, the Patriots draft. Mm-hmm. I've been arguing with family members, and they're like, oh, no, no, no. But the Patriots lacked in the third down conversion on defense, like letting up 20-yard uh, pass plays. So I feel like we should be getting um, a, a safety in the first first round, like mm. uh, a Joseph or the Battle from um, Battle from Alabama. He's uh, 6'1", both in uh, – Joseph from Notre Dame, he's six one also. Both two high, uh, high slot top players, so um, they're very speedy. And uh, you know, someone to kind of replace McCordy could be a potential captain when you you know sign guys in the first round. Um, what do you guys think? It's a great call. Uh, a lot of levels to that, Brian. Thank you very much. Uh, he, first time calling in on a Sunday. Representing the South Coast very well in terms of caller quality as well. And for a first time call, not bad, huh? Tremendous! These are uh, these are my people. You these should not be people. surprised at how well they represent the region. Um, I don't. So the safety position is going to be interesting for the Patriots because you're trending big. Mm-hmm. You have returning two big bodies in Kyle Duggar and Adrian Phillips. You are potentially losing or returning a big body in Peppers, and now you have McCourty, who is your free safety type for the last decade plus. Considering retirement, does he follow Matthew Slater back? We haven't touched on that. Matthew Slater said, screw you, retirement. I'm coming back for year 16. I, stunned. We'll get to that in a little bit. But I was I was legitimately stunned when I heard that. In a, in so, a good way, but on, like taken aback. But I digress. Go ahead. If, if McCourty doesn't come back, I agree. You have a need for a free safety type. Now, I will say this draft in terms of safeties, not a lot of elite talents. The kid out of Alabama, actually the other kid, out of Alabama. I believe his last name is Branch. Brian Branch is the highest rated safety right now as a potential middle of the first round guy. Uh, I talked to um, Mike Rodak a little bit about him. He's a little surprised at the love he's getting. Hmm. Um, But if the Patriots were going to address safety as a high need, I think it would probably be in the second round. I'm not sure there's going to be a player on the board at 14 that'll be seen as worthy. I thought the caller was going to say they need a number one cornerback to third and long well hell you always need a number one cornerback um and with the jack jones questions there could be certainly a cornerback you might get the top corner at the 14th pick in the draft uh if you want the consensus top corner right now is it joey porter jr from 
Penn I State? don't think so. Some like the I Christian dra- Gonzalez kid. I got a draft. I got a mock, and yes, yes, folks. I I apologize, but we are officially in mock draft SZM. Right. It's mock draft season, and you can go to Walter Football, CBS. Uh, you can go to ESPN for all the the latest ones from Todd McShay, Mel Kiper. You can go get them from us over at wei.com. Andy and I will have mocks. Kyrie Thompson has mock drafts. Everybody's got a mock draft these days. Like, do you even NFL if you don't mock draft, bro? But right here, the latest one from CBS has the first corner off the board going sixth overall to the Detroit Lions, Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State. Yeah, he. I mean, he's, he's been mocked big. to the Patriots at yeah, times. That's big, like at that's 14. that. That's that guy that you and I talked about on the podcast. The Patriots needing. They need a big outside corner. You need a J.C. Horn, Patrick Sertain, the second. You need a lot like Jalen Ramsey, over six feet tall. You can't have every cornerback, whether he's you know, outside, nickel, slot, sixth corner on the field, whatever. They can't all be five foot nine. They just can't. What's wrong with five nine? Nothing. I thought in light of last night's dunk contest, we were no longer shaming okay. people who were a little right. sizeism. Yes, exactly. I, I apologize, everyone. I'll be going to Although, sensitivity training for my sizeism. Even the little on. guy that won the dunk contest, six two. Yeah, he, exactly. He looks like a little dude. And by the way, <laughs> what a story! Really. Literally in the G League at the start of the week, you dunk. get signed on a little t- two way deal, make the dunk contest. You're an internet sensation already, and now you may have saved that exhibition. Unreal. It was have a and his dunk. Have you ever seen a five forty before? Uh, I have not, except when impressive. I got in the backyard. Yeah, I was going to say, except, you know, have I ever seen one? No, because I'm too busy doing them, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, a safety. So, I, you know. That would surprise I want. I've, I've been banging the drum for a tackle. You've heard my offseason plans. I just want it to be traditional. I want big guys. Give me a left tackle. Just I want a big boy. I want six foot six, 350 pounds. I don't care if you played at Georgia or Northwestern, or Iowa, like Wisconsin. Somebody who is just, I need, I need Matt Light, I need, I need Nate Solder, I need just a, just a, a building block. Because, to me, you're going to have to go, and now we get back into what we were discussing in the previous break, Andy. Your theory, you need a top five quarterback or a top five roster. The New England Patriots do not have, nor will they anytime soon, likely have a top five quarterback. However, you can build towards having a top five roster, like the San Francisco 49ers, who brought a top five roster into the NFC Championship against a, a, another excellent roster, uh, arguably maybe a top five roster, and a top five quarterback, as we found out in the star of Super Bowl 57, at least the breakout of this postseason to me, Jalen Hurts. Pats don't have Jalen Hurts. As a matter of fact, they passed up a chance to draft him a few years ago. We'll save shaking an angry fist heavenward for another program. Instead, now they've got Mac Jones, who may be at his best if he gets the job, could be a top 12 starter. So you're going to need to build in the trenches where the games are won, and that's why I want a left tackle over a safety or a corner. Would it surprise you, though, if out of the blue, as we talk about, need a corner, maybe it's receiver, get a left tackle, the Patriots did go safety first round? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, Given the talent on the board Mm -hmm. uh, and the need, I just, I could not, because there's no, you know, we've had Derwin James for example, mm-hmm. some of these guys that were seen as, well, he's just a generational talent. And Derwin James is special. You know, you hear the people out in L.A. like, I don't even know what position he plays. He's just a really freaking good football player that's one of our best 11 on every snap and can do pretty much everything. There isn't really seen as one of those in this year's draft. 
So I, I could not see them taking a safety at 14. It just doesn't – I mean, I know that's where the Alabama guy is going to go, supposedly, and Alabama, Nick Saban, FOB, Pipeline, that whole mm-hmm. thing. Um, but I think that would surprise a lot of people. I think most people are focused offense right now. There's the cornerback thing mm-hmm. where you never turn down a number one corner. If you can get an elite corner, you kind of have to take them no matter what. But I also look at the Patriots and say a lot of people have faith in Belichick to find a great corner. And maybe it's Jack Jones. Maybe it's already Jack Jones that he found to replace um, you know, J.C. Jackson down the pipeline through Malcolm Butler and everything fair comp, done. Fair comp. To have your next J.C. Jackson... That's great, but we both know, Andy, that the Patriots often found success, yes, with Rob Gronkowski at tight end, yes, with Tom Brady as quarterback, we understand, but there was always a number one corner. There was always, mm-hmm. like, there is no Aqib Tlaib on this roster right now. There is no Darrell Rivas at the tail end of his prime. There is, is there no an Asante Samuel? Uh, maybe. Is there a Malcolm Butler? Malcolm Butler was barely a number one. There's no Stephon Gilmore, I can tell you that much. Well, I agree, but they won without Stephon Gilmore. And my point is, if you can win with J.C. Jackson and Asante Samuel, and people like that, mm-hmm. Bill has found a way to find those guys. He may have already found Jack Jones, despite the late season um, kerfuffle, if you will. Yes, difference of opinion. Yes, <laughs> whatever we're calling that. So the cornerback position is a valuable one. I know that, but don't you think most people are fixated? And I mean, most people outside the building are mm-hmm. fixated on offense. For the Patriots right now, you have to make the offense better. The offense was terrible. The defense was competitive at times, really good against some bad quarterbacks and bad teams. And I think that's why most people are offensive tackle. Can I get a receiver? Zay Flowers is moving up the board. He, we've talked about him. Would you value him at 14? Would you trade 14 for T. Higgins? There was the rumor last week of people, oh, they're calling the 49ers about Debo Samuel. Would you trade for Debo Samuel? That couldn't yes, possibly happen. I mean, you'd have to give up way too much capital, and he's already taken several prime years of hits as a running back and a receiver. I still think he's got a couple ahead of him. But would you part ways with what is hopefully your highest draft pick for several years to come? just for a chance to undo a massive mistake you made four years prior? I probably would not trade my number one pick for... Debo? For no. Debo, no. no. I probably would. I'd trade for him. If I can trade something sure. else or trade down and then trade a later pick or however I get the job done, I would love to have Debo on my team because I think he's a, first of all, very entertaining, you know my rule, entertaining mm-hmm. football entertaining, player yes. and productive when he's healthy. Now, health has become a concern, and you talked about it, he... Um, has taken some hits. That was part of why he threatened to hold out and wanted to be traded. He didn't want to be a running back and, and have his career on the line. Now he's gotten paid. I think he's a little more open to just playing football and taking his unique skills to the field. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would be a little – I would not give up the 14th pick for Debo right now. No, nope. that seems, it seems like an awful lot. I know you're in on T. Higgins as well. <sighs> I still hope that now because there's the no-trade clause wave because of his six-game suspension last year, that doesn't mean the Cardinals send my guy, DeAndre Hopkins, elsewhere because I think he would be a huge addition and you grab a receiver later in the draft and hopefully you get or maybe another tight end as well because uh, well the 2020 tight end class didn't exactly pan out draft wise and the free agency class has been <clears throat> meh at best back to the phones we go Steve's and fall Riva how are you Steve I'm all right I see Bill's off to a good uh, selection he's reviewing it down at Marzilli's uh, Italian bakery owned by Portuguese people, and he rolls in there and orders roast beef and pastrami. Really? Is this guy serious? Bill doing Bill things, man. He is, he's, his, he's his own man, Steve. 
you know, we are noted for our pastrami sandwiches. Right after uh, Cass's Deli in New York, uh, Mazzilli's in Fall River, you got to get off the highway and hit all that lights to get a pastrami sandwich. I, you, you didn't know that, Andy, right? You live on the South Coast. I do. I've never you been there. That, right? Is it worth it? Should I get over there? Go today. <laughs> Stay on the highway and go to Italian Corner in East Providence. The people are from Italy. Oh, wow. The bread is wow. good. If you need bread, no, the bread is good. The bread at both bakeries of Fall River, Marzilli's at Marcucci's, very good. That hasn't changed. Okay. But uh, Bill rolls in for roast beef and pastrami. <laughs> I just laughed. Yeah. Anyway, um, you guys were talking about the two models. Andy, you've got to distinct it down. You're either going to have a top five quarterback or a top five roster. Yes, sir. If you're going to have a top five roster, you're going to have to make decisions in the draft, not just free agency and coaching. Excuse me, the agency and uh, the draft. And you're going to have to have drafting. Can we agree on that? Let's have a civil yes. conversation. Can we agree Absolutely. we're going to have to draft? Well, yes. Okay, yes. I, and Steve, if you missed it earlier, I was banging the drum. Uh, a little hidden gem to Kansas City being able to make this miraculous second Super Bowl run and championship coming back against the Eagles in large well, part. What a Portuguese-sounding guy, Pacheco. 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 Where was he drafted? Seventh round, oh, well, seventh round. Right. And by the way, the New York, you know, Andy remembers. Like Andy well, remembers that you know he, he accused me of being a Jets fan because I thought their draft was so good. They had the offensive and defensive rookie of the year and have made tremendous strides. And the yeah. Chiefs got back to and won the Super Bowl because they crushed their draft. It does matter. No, I know you love the Jets. Let me say, let me say That's one thing, game. Andy. You were trying to push back on. Tom E. Curran, my protege on this medium, about saying that the <laughs> that the Patriots may not make the Super Bowl again. Certainly, they're not going to make it in Belichick's career. They're not going to make it in Mac Jones's career, and they might not make it in Tom Curran's career. And you said he gave you the list of uh, you know it took him X amount of years, this, that, the other thing, and then you said you went back in time and did a reality check. So wait a minute, they made it in '86. They made it in 96, they made it in 01, mm -hmm. blah, 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 and everything. But what you really should have said, and maybe you didn't know it, but I'm here to tell you, okay. if you look at those, and they were relevant in 76. They were the, I said that. They were the odds on favorite. They've been a the Super Bowl contender for every decade. Well, hang, hang up on me and tell people what the drafts were from 72 to 76, and the right, few can't 80 go. to 81. Uh, Steve, thank you for the call, Steve. I appreciate it. But we do have a time limit on calls. We can't do a side podcast in the middle of the program here. Isn't Look, that a fact? You have to draft well to go to the Super Bowl? Yes, I, I yes, think you do. most people would assume that. I'd yeah, like to. You do. And I'd Steve, actually Steve had a, he was off to a account. great, he was his, the, might have been the best well, he call he's had in a while, and then he himself. fell off the rails again. Jeez, with the deep dive in the Wikipedia. I know. If he would just stay on it. It's great with the bread and the Providence sub takes and everything else. And then he was getting into the whole draft thing, and he was listening to you. He had a joke about him calling Tom Curran his protege. Like it was, was a, it was a quality call, and then it just... Anyway, um, I digress. Steve was digressing as well. I don't want to get into the whole you know history of deep dives in the drafts. Yes, drafting is massively important. Yes, the years the Patriots had great drafts, and they didn't whiff on their first-round pick, and they found diamonds in the rough, and the occasional you know stud, stud cornerback and all the great udfas the Patriots have been just masters and wizards at finding. It has made a huge difference on their roster. The problem is right now some of the other tent poles and pieces the Patriots need to have a competitive roster in the AFC, let alone the highly competitive AFC East, are missing because the drafts prior to Matt Groh and company joining Bill Belichick in the draft room are still biting the pats in the ass. And since.
What do you mean, Ensigns? They've had very good drafts the last couple of years. That's what people tell me. Now, why are you pushing back against that? Well, I just, I was on board with it, certainly, but if you're questioning your quarterback, that was not a great draft. You blew the 15th pick in the draft. Christian Barmore did not have a great year. He was injured. There were some issues, but he didn't take him. He should be at, we thought you had gotten two tent poles, one on each side of the ball out of Alabama in round one and round two. Was either a tent pole this year? Your tent caved in. Yeah. The water, there uh-huh. was a little bit of rain, and it puddled, and the whole thing caved in last year. This past year, in a league where rookie receivers can have instant impact, was Tyquan Thornton an instant impact? Nope. Oh, and remember when I said earlier in the season, even though I was touting the Patriots, louding them, if you will, for having had an excellent draft, I would not have taken Tyquan Thornton, and I had my concerns over his frailty, if you will, or his, you know, I don't care how fast he is, I was concerned that size may become an issue. Would Devontae you, Smith looked okay in the Super Bowl. Uh, he's not as petite. He, he's a giant compared to Tyquan Thornton. He's not. He's a twig, but he's a twig who can play. My concerns aren't about the size and the frame of Tyquan Thornton. I saw a guy who, when he got on an NFL field, seemed a little bit uh, skittish? tentative, skittish. Tentative. Yeah, something. Is something. he in the playbook yet? Didn't like what I saw there. Teddy Bruschi like. needed to give him an Ocho Cinco and tell him to stop saying how great it is to be on the Patriots and go home and work his playbook? Well, he's working with uh, Zappy. I know. I saw the Instagram. roll. Let's go. Yeah, Mac, is, Mac is doing workouts with retired senior citizens in Florida, and Bailey Zappy's throwing to Taekwon Thornton. So. Why are you making fun of Mac? Oh, you've had just as much fun. Now you're just trying to endear yourself to the people by trying to throw me under the proverbial. It, they were, Andy, it's great that Mac is working out. It's great that Mac wants to re-earn the job, the respect, and the trust of Pat's fans and his organization as well. I, I just thought it was kind of funny. Like, you see all these other people having these awesome workouts, and there's Mac just, like, stretching and just, like, holding the wall and, like, kicking his butt out. <laughs> Core is key. That's the modern workout. Core is key. You loved it when Tom Brady was doing uh, all that course. crap. Oh, here we go. All right, Andy, you and the caller. Everyone's gotten under my skin now. I need to take a I'm going to take a walk. I'm going to enjoy a nice cold water. Come back. We'll read some water? of my favorite texts. I thought you needed something with bubbles. I'm not eating now. I'm, the only thing I'm being forced to choke down are your intolerable takes. 617-779-7937 is the phone number. More arguments from your old pals Fitzy and Hart. Coming up in just a few minutes, John Corrales, Boston Sports Journal, with a midseason Celtics All-Star Game weekend check-in at 120. Don't go anywhere. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to Fitzy and Hart on Boston Sports Original. WEI. Text line has been open for business since 11 o'clock today. 37937. Of course, the phone's lit up at 617-779-7937. We've got a line open in case you guys want to weigh in on the Mac versus Zappy discussion we were having earlier. No, we're not trying to just trot out the same old tried and true, like, which guy would you go with? Which one's better? Why did Zappy succeed? What's wrong with Mac? It's the Burt Breer report that perhaps, and it's, Andy, we didn't call it a report. It's more of an opinion per yeah. se. It's an informed opinion. Yeah. Uh, well, I think the part about Bill listening, entertaining calls, whatever, is definitely just sort of speculative opinion. The rest, I would hope, is at least loosely sourced in terms of the gap between uh, Mac and Zappy and the displeasure that Bill may have had with how Mac handled himself. I'm hoping that is uh, that is based in some intel. Yes, I would hope I would hope so as well. Uh, talking about the Patriots' draft needs as well, someone speculated or rather put forth that perhaps a safety would be their top need. Andy wants a receiver. I want a tackle. We've well, got I want a tackle of- too. I actually think tackle's the safest way to go. It's the smartest way to go. Uh, and of course, they can address some of their needs in free agency, which officially begins in T-minus just under a month, correct, sir? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's like mid, we'll say mid March. You could have just said yeah. sure, and we could keep the show rolling. Okay, well, you, you, I don't what like do you, to be a fraud. You don't fraud. need to derail. What is this? We don't need to derail it like an Ohio train. Come on now. I don't like to be a fraud. It's like March. It's 13th not a or fraud. Something. You could just put it out there, and then, you know, between you, me, and Andrew, we can find the, the, the exact date momentarily. It's fine, Andy. Everyone will give you credit. But I was saying the text line has been on fire today, more than I can even remember it on a lot of our weekend shows, let alone during a, a Sunday really? program. Uh, 207 texter. Uh, love it on the church and the Bible. Good job for you guys. That's great. Uh, texter in the 413. I know. Now we now we have to keep up the fact that we're community men and good guys now that we've <laughs> tried, to shake, H, you know what? tried to shake our label of being a bunch of, you know, beer-soaked, meat-eating humps. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jesse, uh, texter in the 413, I believe. There is it right there. Uh, Jesse Bates should be the Patriots' number one target in free agency in terms of uh, the safety. Jesse Bates. What do you think about yes. that, Andy? Uh, I would not make safety my number one anything. Okay. Um, I, I would look to tackle, although we did have good news, and we speculated on this that this might be coming, that Connor McDermott <laughs> is uh, returning to the fold after starting the final six games of the year and yep. bringing some stability to the right tackle spot. Former Patriots draft pick who was drafted out of UCLA, where he played for Adrian Clem, who is now the new offensive line coach, so that may give him a leg up in terms of uh, maybe winning a spot. But I think that's a good, sneaky good little minor signing. Uh, let's see. Uh, texter in the 401, more than any other Fitzy and Hart or WEEI caller, Steve from Fall River needs a shot clock. Uh, I'm he's not. We're not going to ban anybody, but I do think we're going to start deploying the shot clock. I, I think I think people are. We're going to tighten these up a little bit. I think we're oh, gonna, good. 
Not not give people. Well, like, you're the host. It's well, on you. It, I know, but some of these people just go on and on, and I feel so terribly. I hate you know just like chopping someone off in the middle of a sentence. But you know what? This is our program. It's not theirs. Yeah. And we do appreciate people putting on their participants and wanting to join us in our sports arguments and dialogue. But yes, the shot clock will be deployed. Thank you very much, 401. Uh, uh, D, uh, 603, Debo for the 14th pick is a steal. What's that now? <laughs> Debo Samuel for the 14th overall pick would be a steal for the Patriots. How is that a steal? Uh, these are just their opinions. They share them with us. So let me look at the contract for Debo Samuel who I believe only has two years under contract, which would concern me a little bit as well. He signed a three-year, 71 million. Texter from the 609 while Andy does his research. Keep up the good work today. Coming in from the 609, hashtag Odyssey. All right. Thank you for putting a hashtag on the text of the line, 37937. Uh, 781, yeah, having watched salary. both guys proves Bailey Zappi has no arm strength. Yeah, he does not have a great arm. No, no chance. He Mac he's, has he's, a better arm. Yes, Mac definitely has a better arm, and that's not saying a whole lot about Mac's arm as well. Nope. Bailey nope. Zappi is in the Drew Brees in the later portion of his career arm strength. Yeah, or the Chad Pennington post multiple surgeries arm strength. Oh, um, my question. I, this it's I'm glad this came. Times. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I'm glad uh, <laughs> Chad Pennington was really good before his arm gave way, and then he had to take like three crow hops and throw the ball ten yards early when he wanted to hit a deep ball. Um, I'm glad this came back up, though, because I wanted to ask you a simple question as there's been some... Uh... Texter in the 978, you guys have officially evolved into Mustard and Johnson, too. I take that as a compliment. I would take that as a compliment, Are you too. kidding? I love that program. They Me were too. great. Uh, they were you, great. You blend that with a little uh, touchdown twins uh, with Kevin Mannix and Ron Hobson. If we can blend that into the Mustard and Johnson. Maybe a, a splash of what was the diehards over uh, way down sure. the dial years ago. Yeah, I don't mind. We are, you know, with the parts and sum of... Many great pieces of sports radio, Pat's Nation, and beyond. And also one more, and then we'll get to your point and your question, Andy. 617, 32-year season ticket holder here. I want Mac Jones. This is Mac's job to lose. We also yes. need we need two off tack we need two offensive tackles. Find a receiver later in the draft. Uh okay, Andy, as you were. I agree it's Mac's job to lose. The question is, is he going to lose it? <laughs> um <laughs> so Somebody brought up tough spot for Zappy, how he performed, blah, blah, blah. What would Mac do? Blah, like, what do you think Bailey Zappy, knowing everything we know about him, let's just pretend Bailey Zappy was brought in to compete with Cam Newton a year earlier. Would okay. Bailey Zappy have won the starting job? Would he have beat Cam Newton out for the starting job? Yes. No chance. What? Less than zero. You think Cam Newton? So Mac was a big enough name. Mac had the presence. Mac had the compete. The and moxie, the pedigree, the moxie, the, moxie, the yep. swag. Remember how instantaneously Jonu Smith and Matthew Judon and others were talking about Max swag? The swag that now is called douchey by people like Boomer Esiason. The the edge, the mentality, the Mac and row, the self-flagellation, all of those things that Mac brought that I believe helped him win the job against the aura of Cam Newton and be a starter right out the gates. All of those things I do not believe Bailey Zappi has. Bailey Zappi is much more likable, but he doesn't have all those things. I do not think there was a sniff in Hades that Bailey Zappi would have beat out Cam. You would have been stuck with Cam Newton for another a year. A sniff in Hades. Yep. I haven't heard that one before. I don't think I've ever heard that. And listen, that I'm, all, I'm all for mutating <laughs> expressions and phraseology just for the benefit of making a point or at least arguing a bad take, Andrew. But holy smokes, a sniff in Hades. No chance. Bailey Zappi would not have beaten out Cam Newton. There is no way. You disagree? Make your argument. Bring it. 
Just bring it. Okay, I'll bring it on the other side because we do have to pay the bills. Or as Fourier likes to say, we got to sell some soap. Uh, when Who we come back, soap? Danny, Dom, Dave. I love that we've got the triple D, the diners, drive-ins, and dives. That we've got Danny, Dom, and Dave all waiting to weigh in with their points. Some other texts that I want to share as well. Uh, last one before the break, Andy nine seven eight. I think Terry McLaurin should be priority number one as a trade target. I'm not even sure why in the hell the Commanders would want to move on from him. This is an editorial note, mid-text. Hey, Eric Bienemy, thanks for coming over as assistant head coach and offensive coordinator. We're actually going to let you call plays. By the way, we're getting rid of our best receiver, so have fun. Uh, rolls out of bed, 1,100 yards. They have Jahan Dotson right behind him. Yeah, why wouldn't you want to have Dotson and McLaurin? Yeah, I don't know. The Bengals, like teams that have You can only pay one. Oh, wait, the Eagles. No, 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 I'm making your yeah. point. The oh, Bengals, you. the Eagles, some of these teams that have yeah. paired up multiple good receivers, uh-huh. it seems to work pretty well. Yes, you can have. Yeah, you can have two tall men on the basketball court and win games. Just ask the Houston Rock, Houston Rockets. Just ask the San Antonio Spurs. You can have two really good receivers. You can have two number one receivers fighting over who they believe is the alpha, and you can go to the Super Bowl like the Cincinnati Bengals or the Philadelphia Eagles just did. It actually works. Six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven is the phone number. We will keep this robust debate going on into hour number three coming up. John Corrales. We pivot back to the Celtics at 120 with my guy from Boston Sports Journal. A little check-in on Gang Green at the All-Star break. It's Fitzy and Hart here on WEEI. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.